Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about the importance of morning routines. I'm delighted to welcome special guest Ryan Cote from New Jersey. Ryan is a podcast host, co-owner of a digital marketing agency, owner of Morning Upgrade, and the author of The Entrepreneur's Secret Weapon, How to Use Personal Development to Upgrade Your Life and Business. You can reach Ryan at his website, morningupgrade.com, and I'll include a link in the description. Welcome, Ryan. I'm so glad that you could join with me today. Hey, Linda. Happy to be here. Excited to talk to you. Thank you. I would love to know a little bit more about you and why is this morning routine thing become important to you? Sure. So like you said, I'm from New Jersey. I've been married for 15, going on 16 years, and uh, I have three daughters, 11, 9, and 7, as we record this. Keep me keep me very busy. They're in uh, every... Uh, every sport you can imagine, if you say, do they do? I would say yes, but I mean, you ask me what they do. So, or at least it seems like it. Uh, so yeah, besides that, you know, uh, work in my family business, uh, like you said, a digital agency and direct mail as well. Uh, and we actually just started a roofing company last year. That's new. Um, wow, very that random, doesn't yes, seem but, to be uh, in the same genre as your other things. It's not, but you know, we do digital marketing for a lot of contractors. So we were, we, we were like, we should, let's just start our own business too and see what we could do with it and generate leads for our, our own company. And we use subcontractors, so we don't have to know how to do the work. I mean, we are getting to know how to do the work, but we have uh, people that do it for us. And then we are the sales and marketing and operations arm. Uh-huh. So okay. So now it's back in line with what I was thinking that you're working on. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And then like you said, morning upgrade, morning upgrade, I started that two years ago. It started out as a blog, and then I added a podcast, You're About to Be a Mine, and uh, wrote a book. I have morning routine products, you know, which I use myself. And so, and I think what's coming, I, 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 I'm a big believer of masterminds. I'm in three of them. I, I would really like to have my own. And so I, I could see that being the next extension of the brand, like getting together entrepreneurs that want to do morning routines and want to work on their business and their personal growth. And I don't have it all fleshed out yet. It's just a seed that's planted right now, but that's, that's what I'm thinking. Fantastic. So what got you started in thinking, you know, morning routines are something that I want to do. That's going to make my life better. In fact, I feel so passionate about it. I want to get other people to do it too. Yeah. Good question. Uh, so I've always been into personal growth. I've always been into personal development. Uh, the books I would read when I was in my twenties were the normal books. I think, a lot of 20-year-olds were reading, I think, maybe. But like, uh, what's, what are some of them? Uh, compound, compound Effect, uh, uh, The Magic of Thinking Big, How to, how to Win Friends and Influence People. So, but that was the extent of my personal development. So I was, I was kind of like – I was geared towards that content, but I wasn't doing journaling, gratitude practice, meditation, none, none of that. I didn't really know about it, or if I did, I wasn't really paying attention to it. It was in 2017, going through some – some issues in the business that were very flustering, very, uh, I felt very mediocre, you know, and, and I was like, I need to fix this. Not that there's, there's still challenges in the business, of course, but these, these were like big challenges. Like, like, are we like do or die kind of stuff. And so we started working on that, but then I had the awareness to at least try to work on myself. And that was at, at that time I came in across miracle morning, you know, Hal Elrod, I don't know if you've heard his name before, but he's got his whole process. He's like the the OG, as they say, of morning routines, I guess. And I was like, I'm going to give that a try because I need to do something differently. And this makes a lot of sense to me. And I did other things too. Like I found a mastermind right around that time. 
Uh, I started doing, I joined a boxing club. That seemed very scary to me. I stopped eating red meat. So I was making all these changes. Uh, but the morning routine was definitely like the big thing, like my pillar. And that was when it all started. So that was 2017. Since then, I've, I've, uh, played a lot, a lot around with the morning routine a lot. I've got my own routine now. Uh, I enjoy writing about personal development, but it was always on LinkedIn. And I'm going to take a breath in a second here. I, I was writing content for LinkedIn. And then during COVID, when I had more time on my hands, more time to think, I was like, I should try to create a brand out of this. And maybe this is the evolution of, of this whole thing that I've been thinking about, like to help people and just see what I can do with it and have fun with it. And so that's where, that's where it all started. Fantastic. So now I have a question. As you're working through all of your issues and challenges, real hard things going on in your life, and you started to implement these things like this morning routine, did it help? Did it make a difference? In 2018, things got a lot better. And I'm not saying it's only because of the morning routine. I think it's a combination of things. And it wasn't only because it wasn't only because of me too. Like I've, there's my brother, my, it's a family business. So my one brother, Scott's in the, in the business on the digital side with me. Uh, my other brother's on the print side, my uncle's on the print side. Um, so it wasn't just me, but if I could sum it up, it was the changes we made in the business, getting clear on who we target best, how we sell to them, how we service them. There were things that were obviously broken there. Uh, the things that were happening is we were losing a lot of big clients, like big, big clients all at once. We're very close together. Um, so we fixed those things. And then by doing the morning routine, the boxing, all that stuff, the mastermind, I just started feeling better about myself. I started showing up differently. I think at least I felt that way. I'm not sure if others would say that, but I was, my head was clear. I was more confident. Uh, my identity was changing. Like I was the person that would wake up in the morning and invest in myself and go to boxing after work, um, you know, join my mastermind and just learn from others. And so I, my identity started shifting. I think it just, I just started approaching. I think I even like, like a big part of my job is sales. And I, my, I was just selling more because I was just more confident. And then as you sell more, you get more confident. It just becomes like this, this wheel that just keeps on feeding itself. And so, and, and getting like, I used this word before, things were not perfect, but things were drastically different than they were the year before. And isn't that fantastic? So what I'm hearing, some of the things, some of the changes were that it changed how you felt about yourself. It improved your confidence and it changed the way that you showed up. And then you're, it's still you. It's still Ryan. Ryan is still dealing with his issues, but it's like the new and improved Ryan. You know, this is, this is Ryan at his best. And I think that's a lot of what personal development does. It helps us be our best selves and to show up as this person who can handle challenges and who can do things. Otherwise, people think, you know, personal development takes maybe time and effort and I, I'm busy. I, I got things to do. And, and if it's if it's like self-care or whatever, and it's just supposed to benefit me, well, that's just selfish, right? I mean, that there's no point yeah. to that. And so I think if we can kind of help people understand how this benefits me, why it's worth me investing some time that it is going to change uh, and improve. And that's really what your book is about, right? Is you know, hey guys, this is like a secret weapon of of how to show up and to have more success and to make more sales because you have more confidence. So, what are kind of your go to um, personal development things? Yeah, and you're right. Another word that came into my mind while you were talking is belief too, like belief in yourself. I think a lot of a lot of us suffer from self esteem and belief issues. Like, can I really do this? 
and I don't think it ever fully goes away. Um, but it just, it just lessens, you know, when you just have more confidence in yourself, especially as you go through challenges. I, mean, I, I think about some of the things that my wife and I have gone through with our, the real estate that we have and, Oh boy. I mean, like mold issues and ceilings collapsing and just going to bed with like little, literally pains in my stomach, you know, and you get through it and then you're stronger. Um, so I think a lot of it's just, you know, having belief in yourself and growing the confidence. And then when you face challenges, you're stronger. It's like you wouldn't compete in a marathon that training. And so I think a lot of this goes into improving your mindset so you can get through challenges. Um, and I forgot what your original question was as I go on this rant here, but <laughs> what are um, your go-to? Like what, what is your go-to? Oh, yes. Okay. Here's okay. The- yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks Linda. So, uh, go-to it's like my morning routine. You know, I talk, I talk, I, I write down my priorities. I, um, I think about what I'm grateful for. I write down what I'm grateful for. I write down what my biggest win was from yesterday. So a lot of this is mindset, like developing the, the conditioning to think for the positive. Not that I don't have negative thoughts or deal with stress, but it just makes it easier. Uh, I write down, you know, who I'm going to reach out to today, uh, that I want to say hello to. Like today it was my dad and someone on my team. Uh, I also write down my intentions for the day, like how I want to show up. Okay. Sometimes I'll write down my affirmations. Sometimes I'll write down just whatever's in my head, but just a little bit of journaling of my intentions. Uh, and then more strategies. So obviously exercise. That's an obvious one. I do like burpees in the morning, some pull-ups. I have a pull-up bar right to my left here. Uh, I've got hand weights for like shadow boxing, just things like that. Um, what else? And then this is all part of my morning routine. I meditate. Yeah. It's nothing new, but try it. It's, it's wonderful. So I meditate for only five or six minutes using insight timer app. It's a really good one. Recommend that. It's free. Uh, they have paid plans, but it's free uh, for what I use it for. And then read. Big reader, as I can tell you are too, from the billion books you have behind you, but reading. That is amazing. So how long does it take you to get through that whole thing? Sounds like five hours, but honestly, it's like 25 minutes. Because you think about it, like I'm writing down like what I'm grateful for, it takes like 30 seconds. And so the whole thing takes about 25 minutes. That's the key. I was doing the miracle morning and it's obviously he's very successful with it. And so it, it works, but I need something that was condensed because I, I wanted to be able to stick with it for the long term. And then like Dar- Darren Hardy says, let the compound effect take, take hold. So I do this most days. I, I very rarely miss unless I absolutely have to. And so it's short enough where I don't, I have no excuses, you know, but it's long enough, and I, you can see I cover a lot where I'm getting something from it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't end with the morning routine, though. Like, I'll I'll, I'll exercise um, after. Um, well, what else do I do? Um, I read at night. It's part of, like, my nighttime routine. And so I look for other ways to help myself, but the morning routine is definitely the pillar. I appreciate that you're able to find a way to shrink things down. Again, I agree with you totally that if it's not something that's sustainable, it's not going to happen. You know, it's like that two minute resolution that you did on January 1st or that three second diet, you know, it, it, it just, if it's not something that's doable, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I need to remove the friction Yeah, with that with, with the friction. It's like, for me, at least it just, it's only a matter of time that it's going to erode away because I just don't have enough willpower to just keep it going. Now you talk about a personal growth gap. What does that mean? So personal growth gap, and, th- and this is not something I create. I'll give cre- credit where credit's due. I've heard uh, Ed Milet talk about it, Brian Johnson. Those are the two main people that I follow that 
and talk about it. But it really resonates with me. It always like struck, it struck a chord with me because it's what I think about a lot, what I'm trying to do. So the personal growth gap is, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably growth minded. If you're listening to my podcast, you probably are. And so you, you're trying to work on yourself. You're like you 1% better. You're trying to improve yourself. So you show up better and help those around you as well. So there's the version you are now. Okay. So let's call it version 1.0. And then there's the version 2.0 of yourself that you think you could be. Like, what does that look like? Like, what's possible? If I keep on working on myself, what's possible? And that's version 2.0. In between is the gap. And so the morning routine, the other things, is trying to close the gap because I'm trying to work on myself to be better. And so the morning routine, uh, I also look for ways to make myself uncomfortable. So to give your audience another example, I recently, uh, I had the thought, like, I was kind of like, I need to push myself out of my comfort zone more. Like lately I've been feeling kind of just static and just I'm doing my stuff here, but I guess maybe because I'm normalizing to it. And uh, so I joined Krav Maga, which I actually had the class right before. I'm a little ca- uh, casual. Uh, the sweat has dried up, but I'm a little more casual. So I joined Krav Maga, which is like this Israeli combat training. I'm very sore right now. My elbows hurt and uh, it was scary for me to do it. And but I was like, I think I need it. And so I signed up for the free trial class and I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I talk about this stuff. I just have to do it. And now I go, I go twice a week, um, Mondays and Wednesdays. And, and so just looking for opportunities like that to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Cause that's, on, that's honestly where the growth does happen. You get stronger from it. It's impossible not to. Wow. Okay. So many things from that. First of all, I, the Krav Maga just totally is going to send me off onto a tangent because my husband and I also did Krav Maga and it is, it's, amazing. I mean, it's truly pulls, it pulled me very much out of my comfort zone, the things that you have to do and, and, um, and how hard you have to work. It's, it's really something. So that is really awesome. But then see if I can get back on course a little bit, so I don't totally go into crop, but, um, you talked about that you do things to make you uncomfortable. And that is so counterintuitive. Because everything about our subconscious, everything about that going through the routine is about being safe and comfortable and staying in that comfort zone. So let's see if you can kind of convince me or somebody who's listening and say, this is why it's worth it to get out of your comfort zone and, and brave being uncomfortable for a minute or a week or however long it takes until you get a little bit stronger. I mean, I think it comes down, I, I think of public speaking as a perfect example. Most people are afraid of public speaking. It's like more, more than, more than death. And, but you'll find, cause I, I, me too. I was like, I remember going in sales meetings when I first started at Ballantyne. That's not even public speaking, but you're in front of people trying to sell them. I would literally have beads of sweat. Like I would get sort of nervous, but my nervousness would, would be perspiration. Like literally beads of sweat. Imagine trying to sell when you have beads of sweat dripping down your face. And so, uh, and now I don't like, and it, it, you know, eventually you do it long enough and you get past that discomfort and that, that challenge. And then it becomes easier. Public speaking is the same way. I joined, uh, Toastmasters, very, very nervous, shaky, you know, up there and, but eventually you do it long enough and it's a challenge and it makes you stronger and you get over it and now it's easier. So usually like there's things that push you out of your comfort zone that are a challenge that are hard for you. And they're, it's always hard at first. Everything's hard at first when it's unknown. And then it gets easier. But if you want to grow as a person and do new things, and it could be like traveling, that's scary for some people. Um, it could be public speaking. It could be going to parties, like speaking to strangers. It could be a lot of things. And so what's 
new at first is sometimes scary, but you do it long enough and then you get over it. And now you've got a whole new skill set. It's like the crime of God, not to, not to send you down that rabbit hole again, but it's hard for me, right, hard for me right now because I'm getting, some new to it, but I know eventually it's going to get easier. And now I'm going to have a whole, I'm going to have a whole new skill set, but I would not have gotten to that skill set if I didn't push myself to just go when it felt uncomfortable. So I, hopefully that's clear enough, but I think, you know, you know, I look at challenges as like building calluses, you know, some of the real estate stuff I mentioned, we got through it and now I have a callus, not that it will be easy next time, but it's going to be easier because of the callus that's in my mind, I guess. Right. And I love that. And I've heard a saying where the things that we persist in doing become easier, not that the nature of the thing changed, but that our ability to do it increases. So it makes us stronger. It makes us better. It makes us grow it gives us new experiences. Like now you and I can have a chat about Krav Maga, where before, if neither of us had done it, that wouldn't be something that we'd be able to talk about. Or, and you also mentioned travel, how for some people that's really scary to do anything or go any place that's not the norm. But then you have these new experiences and it makes you richer. It makes you deeper. And when we have these, uh, the courage to step out of our comfort zone and into that growth zone, then we are better. Life is better. Don't you think? It is. It really is. Cause I, I think, um, and as you do more, you start to realize as you become more in tune with yourself, that's why like a couple months ago, I was like, I feel just like I'm going through the motion. I mix things up and maybe I wouldn't have realized that before. I wouldn't have the awareness to think that way. And then to push myself to look for ways to shake things up and make myself a little bit better. That's where the crop of God comes back in. And so, um, yeah, I 100% agree with you. I think it's 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 the experience you develop, um, and what is not familiar is sometimes scary. But then when it becomes familiar, well, now it's a new experience, new skill set, and and your 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 that gap we talked about before is now it's a little bit smaller. You know. And I loved you brought up a new benefit, and that was increased self awareness, and that is so important for just becoming really our our best selves. That's fantastic. I agree. Wow. All right. Well, should we switch a little bit and talk about, because you do marketing and stuff. Do you want to give us any marketing tips like SEO or whatever? Yeah, no, one more thing I want to mention on the personal development strategy. I think I feel like I need to mention, and I can give some SEO tips if you want. I don't know if that's too random or not, but um, uh, masterminds. I mentioned it before. It's oh, just, yes, I'm just yes, a big yes. believer. And so I, I feel like, you know, I recommend that your audience at least look looks into it. Mastermind is a collection of people be just men, just women, or a combination, and you all have a common goal of, you know, it depends on the mastermind. Like I've set, I'm in a several, and so some are personal and professional, some are just marketing related. So, but the one that I've been in the longest, it's personal and professional. And so we're all there to become better husbands, to become better business owners, uh, better friends, better people. And so we all push each other and hold each other accountable. And it's honestly, it's one of my, besides but a morning routine, I think that might be number two for me, at least on my, based on my experience. So I'm just a hundred percent believer in masterminds and I recommend them. Thank you. Okay. So let's turn back and, and head into masterminds a little bit. So a mastermind, can you kind of describe what it is and what it looks like? So I'm imagining a group of people who are getting together. Do you have a leader or is everybody sort of equal? So different than a one-on-one -on -one coaching thing, but it's a group situation, correct? Yeah. So I'll, I'll explain the one that I belong that I belong to the most. 
it, it, it's men only, but I, the other, my other two are, are men and women, but this one is, uh, actually no, two are men only and one is men and women. But the one I made in Logos, it's uh, men only. There's 10 people in like my pod, if you want to call it that. We get together weekly through Zoom like that, through Zoom like this. There is a facilitator, group leader, but they, about a year ago, they changed it where every week someone takes turn being the leader, which is a big comfort zone thing. Uh, the first couple, I was very flustered because I was not used to, I had, I had not had the experience yet, go back to what we were talking before, leading, you know, an hour long Zoom session with 10, 10 people like looking for me to keep it flowing. And so, uh, now it's, I'm used to it. Now it's a little easier, like we talked about before. Um, and so in the thing, we go through wins. Um, and then we, we're usually reading a book. Uh, so maybe we'll discuss that a little bit. And then there's usually two guys that are like man in the middle. And so you have 15 minutes and each, each man will, each guy will take turns and talk about what their challenges are. Sometimes it's challenges with their wife, challenges with their business, you know, questions they have. It just depends. Every, every, every session is a little bit different. And, uh, oh, and then twice a year we get together in person and, uh, just more of what we already, already talked about, like just working on our goals and, and just hanging out and get to know each other better. And so it's neat. It's really, uh, it's almost like you got like a board of directors and, uh, people to bounce ideas off of and challenges off of. That sounds amazing. So it how is. many people are in this group? So my immediate group is 10, but the actual, the whole group itself is 150. And then there's 15 groups of 10. And so weekly it's, uh, the 10 that I see every week. And then the, uh, two, two, two uh, biannual two times a year, it's the whole group or as many people that come. And so it's really, uh, I don't know. It's just really interesting. I, it was another comfort zone thing, you know, going back to the 2017 issue. It was just, you know, I need to be around people and have people to bounce ideas off of. And so, uh, yeah, I just can't recommend it enough. So how did you find it and how could someone else find one? Uh, honestly, just Google search. I mean, what I'm part of is called Iron Sharpens Iron, but, uh, just, uh, yeah, Google search. Uh, there might be some locally too, if it's like a, you want to get together in person, but yeah, Google search and there's different, there's like religious ones. There's more niche focused ones. It's all, they're very popular now. So it's the benefit is that there's more of these groups that are popping up and, uh, but honestly, masterminds, it goes think and grow rich. He mentioned that. Napoleon Hill mentioned masterminds in his book, Think and Grow Rich in the thirties or forties. So this is not a new concept, but it's a, it's a concept that's growing in popularity. Fantastic. Is there anything yeah. else you want to make sure that we cover before we close today? Um, no, I can end with an SEO tip if you want. Why not? <laughs> um, all right. So SEO tip, I mean, there's so many I could talk about SEO stands for search engine optimization. I would say, uh, you know, you've got your website, which you want to optimize. What I want to bring awareness to your audience is to, is to not forget about your Google My Business listing, especially if you're a local business. Google My Business is a very important asset. It's almost like your second website. And even if you're not a local business, take it seriously because it's, uh, it's important to have. It's a strong authority signal. So you go to google.com forward slash business. You verify your business, the address and all that. Uh, fully fill it out. Add photos. Add your website, your phone number, description, uh, fully fill it out, the primary category, and then get reviews, get reviews. And then lastly, start submitting that information to all the directories, like all the local directories like Manta and Yelp and, and, uh, all the different ones that are out there. It's going to help your, help that rank. And, uh, it's, it's a very important and it's only going to get more important because everything is so hyper local nowadays, even Google's algorithm. 
And so having that strong presence on Google My Business, like diving deep into it, and it's going to help you a lot. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for visiting with me today. Thanks, Linda. It was fun. You did a great job. It's been a pleasure. In closing, I'd like to share a quote by Hal Elrod, the author of Miracle Morning. He said, How you wake up each day and your morning routine dramatically affects your levels of success in every single area of your life. Focused, productive, successful mornings generate focused, productive, successful days, which inevitably create a successful life. Today, I invite you to transform your life by changing the way you start your day. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Linda's Corner, please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. I also invite you to check out my nonprofit, Hope for Healing, at the website hopeforhealingfoundation.org for free ebooks and other free resources to help increase happiness, build confidence and self-esteem, strengthen relationships, manage stress, and calm feelings of depression and anxiety. I also invite you to grab a copy of one of my books, like Crushed, A Journey Through Depression, or Amazon bestseller, You Got This, an action plan to calm fear, anxiety, worry, and stress. See you next time on Linda's Corner.